Hello everybody and welcome to the first episode of Lovecraft Country Chronicles. We will be recapping um, season one of Lovecraft Country. I'm Megan. I'm Maria. Okay, so the first episode is called Sundown. What were your thoughts? I thought it was incredible. I loved every minute of it. The actors are great. The costuming was beautiful. The lighting was beautiful. I liked the music choices, even though some are modern and some are of the time. Um, I, yeah. you know, there were lots of parts to just love visually and, and storytelling-wise. I liked it a lot. Yeah. It was really good. Like, it started off... It actually didn't start off slow. Like, <laughs> we are met with the main character, Atticus, having a dream that we didn't know was a dream because we know that he is a vet and he's just like in this black and white like trench situation and you don't know if it's like world war one or world war two because it looked world war two to me right uh, i mean world war one to me um but then like he comes out of the trench and there's this, like spaceships and aliens and like this alien woman comes down and then there's like this monster and then fucking Jackie Robinson. Right. <laughs> Jackie Robinson out here with his bat defeating monsters. Right? And I'm just like, okay, this has to be a dream. Yeah. <laughs> this has to be a dream. But like, it was like this visual kickoff of just like, okay, so this is where we're going. This is where we're going. Okay, that's good. That's cool. That's cool. Let's get into the strange stuff right away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the head trip. Right. That is, that is this show. Let's go. Now, one thing I really like about this first episode, at least, yeah, is in this Ooh. first scene, you know, they're leaving Kentucky. Yeah. And he's like, goodbye to Jim Crow, you know, whatever. Uh, and it's just so many people have this assumption that the South is somehow more racist than other places. And Jim yeah. Crow lives from yeah, border to border. How, how like, they want to from coast it. to coast. Like, yeah. You, you. Right. I mean, the minute they got over that line, um, the bus yeah, broke down. Yeah, Atticus the was just like, to pick up the that's a white man. Of course they that's a white man's it. truck. And we are, me and this older black lady on this bus who were sitting in the colored section are not getting on that truck. <laughs> so we are just going to start walking. No, walking no, to Chicago. Right. Walking to Chicago. I don't either. From Kentucky. I was just like, hopefully they got a ride from somebody. Hopefully they got to familiar, like, an area where they were friendly. And, like, and they're just like, oh, yeah, we could take you this far. And I was just like, okay. Because that ain't nothing but corn. Corn and scary-ass white folk. And I have seen children of the corn. And nothing good (laughs) comes from a field full of corn. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing good. Yes. But he does finally get to Chicago, and we see a scene yeah. uh, with Hippolyta and her husband they're George. So they call him Uncle George, and they're just very cute. And he's telling her how he's gonna go. They're so cute. I love them together. Uh, he's yeah. telling her how he's gonna go on a guidebook trip, which is like a reference to the Green Book, which of course was a book that was published in the fifties and sixties. That let black people know yeah, it was like the where second Bible. safe spots yeah. to go on the road would be located. So this is kind of what he's doing. Right. <laughs> that terrible, nothing like that white man horrible fantasy. Green Book movie. That that book. I didn't even bother to watch it. Like I was like, I like Mahershala Ali. I like oh Viggo Mortensen. This is not the movie for me. <laughs> this is nope. It's like nope. I'm I'm good on that front. But <laughs> yeah, that was so. A smart decision. Atticus meets up with his uncle George. He scares his niece, his uh, cousin, um, and I had to, and I let out such a laugh when Dee heard her parents <laughs> having sex, and she was like, "Oh, gross." Yeah. Let me. Yeah, and it was. Just, I just thought like George and Hippolyta were so cute because he was just like, you know, I'm about to go. She's just like, you know, yeah. I have written all of these reviews. I have, like, written all of this stuff, and I could go with you. He was like, well, you know it's dangerous. You're just like, but I can handle that, 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 like, cute back and forth that they had where, like, she obviously just wanted to go because 
she worries about her husband when he's away and like and I'll... yeah but she also wants to have the adventures yeah. too because she tells him oh you're going off on your big adventure again and she she wants she wants to go on a big adventure you know she spends a lot of time looking through the telescope at the stars and everything she wants to get out there and discover as well yeah she's just like take me with you he's just like i mean <laughs> like a man just like i mean no not right now right. um <laughs> and then like atticus comes in and he scares his cousin they're just like oh my god atticus um and then i think the next scene they're in like the guidebook like they're in his repair shop which yeah they're in his repair shop and um they're talking oh he picks up a book he picks up a book by lovecraft yeah and uh his uncle asking him about it he's saying oh i didn't think he went for horror that's usually my thing yeah and tick they call him tick <laughs> references a poem by lovecraft yep. called on the creation of niggers yep and i looked it up because it's free do it's public domain and I was just like, oh, so you had some feelings, H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had a cat named Nigger. Oh, God. Oh, okay. He oh. was extremely racist even for oh, the time. Oh, my God. Like, really, dude? <laughs> like, yeah. is that this? Okay. So, yeah. Uh, all right, I guess. Uh, and um, he said no. that his father made him <laughs> read that poem once he saw that Atticus was interested in Lovecraft's uh, works. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, because I, um, I should have said this at the top, but I am in the process of reading the book, um, but the audiobook is like 10 hours long, girl, it is so long. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like that whole section of like, Atticus is like a voracious reader, and his father wants him to read other things, but he's like super interested in like sci-fi and stuff like that. And his father is just like, oh, you're into Lovecraft. And it's like, his father went to the library, looked up everything about Lovecraft, found this poem, and gave it to him. And it was just like, huh, that's what, you're, that's what your fancy little Lovecraft wrote. Right. That's what <laughs> you like? That's what we're reading now? Let me read that. Let me just read. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, so, yeah. Yeah, because on the, on the bus, he was reading A Princess of Mars. Yeah. And they had that discussion with the older black right. woman who's just like, ex-Confederate? It was like... Yeah, like, he's like, X, like, ain't nothing X about that. He fought for slavery. You can't erase that. Mm -hmm. He was just like, you can't erase he was like, that. stories are like people. She was just like, okay. She was like, okay, young man. <laughs> right. Well, let's keep walking to Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but he, Atticus tells Uncle George that he got a letter from his father. Yeah. And, it and where he's talking about his mother. And the minute he says this, Uncle George gets really, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. And walks, like, a, kind of away from him so that Attic Atticus can't see his face. Yeah. And so it's kind of clear to us that Uncle George knows way more about this than he's yeah, telling. Yeah, way, way more. And, like, you can, you can tell in, like, the way that Atticus speaks about his father that their relationship is, like, first strained. And yes. he's just, like, he doesn't say much because he's afraid that he'll just, like, burst out in rage um, about, like, the, probably the shit him and his father have, like, said to each other or done or dealt with. So, yeah, like, there's, like, there's, like, mm -hmm. this seething, like, just, oh, this man, whenever Atticus talks about his dad. Yeah. And so he's looking at the uh, letter that he received from his dad, and it says that there was something about his mother's lineage and like kind of what's owed to him and that uh it's in arkham uh and i was like not arkham <laughs> you know but they figure out that it's actually ardom not arkham yeah yeah and i was like oh okay but Arkham was also the, like, uh, publishing house, I think, or something like that. That was on the spine of the book that he picked up that was by Lovecraft in the shop. There are lots of little Easter eggs in this show. So many Easter eggs. <laughs> so many. 
Yeah. But, like, Atticus goes to the bar, go, like, he's looking at his father's haunts, or looking around, like, at his father's old haunts, trying to find out where he is. Him going to the bar, which is named Denmark VC's Bar, uh, who works as a carpenter um, back in the 1800s, late 1700s, and he was a leader of the Rising, uh, a slave revolt, which uh, was scheduled to take place, and um, but they captured him before they could. But yes. Okay, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. And he runs into this dude named Tree, and he's like, oh, you don't remember me? He was like, yeah, no, I know you. Where's the owner? He's like, oh, he's out back. It's like, thank you. <laughs> like, there's something there that's like, it's like, okay, we're not, we're not going to address this right now. Right. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm not fucking with you like that. Yeah, he doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't care about Tree like that, you know, whatever. And Tree knows, Tree sends him out back because he knows what the owner is doing out back. Right. And I was just like, oh, okay, so just we're just going to drop it. And I appreciate it because it should be, like, a normalized thing of just, like, okay, just two men having consensual oral sex in the back alley of a bar. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and, that dude, and that fucking dude beat feet. Oh, he, like, as soon as he, he ran saw, for his life, you know. Yeah, 100%. Figuratively and literally yeah. ran for his life. Because not only are you a black man, but you're also a queer black man right. in the 50s. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, like, you have to, whew, like, you have to run for cover. Yeah. But, like, and the bar owner, Sammy? Sammy or Sam? Sammy or Sam? Sammy. Sammy. Um, he's just like, oh, you're looking for your father. Just not your life. Right. Didn't miss a beat. <laughs> Wasn't, like, surprised. <laughs> didn't say excuse me or anything like like he was a little annoyed just like uh okay you said i mean yeah i mean who wouldn't be but right <laughs> he's like i was in the middle of something but i guess you need some information so here right. you go <laughs> <laughs> so atticus gets information that like our, uh montrose uh goes off with a white man and he's not a cop he's dressing he's just too nice to be a cop and he just mm-hmm. went off with this white dude. And Atticus just like, he don't fuck with white people, so that's really odd. Yeah. Yeah. In a and silver, silver sedan. sedan. Um, and, and the silver sedan comes back later on in the episode. He does. Um, comes yeah, back a couple, couple times. times. Um, and then the block party. Right. So, actually, on, I'm sorry, on his way to the bar or from the bar, he sees this cop, like, Oh yeah. Um, turn off the yeah. fire hydrant that oh the my kids God, turned on. Memories, man. Right. And so <laughs> Right. I was like, dang man, you got nothing else to do. But keep the kids having you fun. You can tell it's hot. Right. You know it's hot. Every everybody's sweating and shiny is hot. <laughs> <laughs> but at the block party we see uh Ruby. Yes, Ruby. And she's Who I didn't amazing. Know. She's looking like yeah, Sister like, Rosetta Tharp with that guitar. Right? I was just like, is this supposed to, is she supposed to be her? Or is she supposed to be giving like a visual aesthetic homage? Yes, I think it was an homage. Yeah. Either way, I'm here for it. So like, and she's just, and I, and I love when she was just like, oh, we got a bit more time. Any requests? And not that bullshit you hear on the radio. <laughs> right. Shaboom, shaboard. Like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> So it's just like, oh, I like this character. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like her. Um, and then we mm-hmm. meet Leticia, or Letty, and she just like, you know, strolls up and like, people's like, is that Letty? She was like, yes, here's my sister, Ruby and uh, and Letty are sisters. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, Letty comes on stage and they sing, and it's like, you know, it like brings the house down before another act comes on. Um, and we learn that Letty is kind of like the free spirit, free, free floating sister. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, she's in, she's out, she asks for money, like, she shows up when she kind of needs something, and like, not a bad person, she's just that. She's just that sibling or yeah. that relative. Um, yeah. And her sister Ruby is just like, listen, you got two days to stay with me until you gotta find other lodgings. <laughs> 
And she asks Ruby where she's staying, and it's this place that she doesn't like. And she says, well, what happened to the other place on Linda? And she said, Mama's funeral happened. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. She's like, where are we going to find a job in two days? It was like, you know, they're hiring such and such. She was like, I'm not cleaning houses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you could think you're going to work, Ruby's like, you think you're going to work at the department store downtown? And Lady's like, yeah, yeah, I do. She was like, okay, girl, keep that energy. Right, right, right. <laughs> but you got two days. You got two days to find a job. Or so... you can go, or you can go talk to our brother Marvin. Yeah. And so, after... Well, then Letty spots Atticus. It's like... Because mm-hmm. Atticus is shirtless, <laughs> and he's got, like, yeah. the water... He's, like, got the water dripping off of him from the hydrant, fire hydrant and everything. Looking all shiny and muscular Yeah, and he's and just looking just like, like a man. <laughs> and she's like, that's Atticus? That's Tick? He's like, yeah, he got grown. All right. And then um, we go back to George's, Uncle George's uh, apartment, and he's talking about, he's icing his knees, actually, uh, yeah. because apparently on a previous journey for his guide, he was attacked, and yeah. uh, his knees had been shattered. Sounds like, yes, yeah, it sounds like he had his knees just decimated. Yeah. So he's just icing them and prep for his journey, and then Atticus goes yeah. back to his father's apartment. Yeah, which is like just still in that way that apartments are when people leave suddenly um he's like looking around and he's like seeing books and he finds a picture of like him and his family Mm -hmm. we see like this crack in the plaster of like the wall and then Atticus goes into um his bedroom and he makes a phone call well before he makes the phone call he finds a book called the Count of Monte Cristo which is by Alexander yes. Dumas, which is a really great film, by the way. Uh, but Alexander Dumas was black. And then also yes. The Count of Monte Cristo is about a man who, like, loses everything. And then yeah. has to, like, fight and kill to get back his life and his legacy and his wife, even. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's a little bit of foreshadowing. Like, it's a heavy story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so foreshadowing. <laughs> but then Atticus goes into his bedroom and places a long distance call to North Korea. Oh, I think it was just Korea. This was Was it South Korea? South Korea. Korea. I think it was okay. South Korea that he called. And I was just like, yeah. okay, what is what is happening here? Yeah. And it was a long phone number and I was like, wait a minute, who who was he calling? <laughs> why is this phone coming why's this phone right. so long? And like if somebody picks up and he can't speak, she's like Atticus and he's like you went back to your father like you shouldn't have and i was like why is it so fucking ominous right. <laughs> it's like you and how how much did that phone call cost 1850s long distance and you sat there just breathing you just running up didn't say anything you just run up your father's phone is that gonna God. come back to such a high phone bill <laughs> jesus right <laughs> Why I got these 18 calls to South Korea? What's going on? Who you know is South Korea? <laughs> then uh, I think it's the morning where um, Atticus and George are preparing to go uh, for another guidebook expedition. And Atticus comes across yes. Letty packing stuff into the backseat. Yes. And he, he recognizes her because she was the only female member of the South yes. Futurist Club. So, like, everybody... In this show is black and a nerd. That was the one thing. I was just like, it's a bunch of black nerds. And I am here for it. My people. Hello. <laughs> How are all of you? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I love it so much. I love and his it. daughter. And George's daughter is all. Well, his wife is a nerd too. And his daughter is a nerd. Yeah. She's writing like Afrofuturistic yeah. comic books. Comic and very books. well, I yeah. might add. Yeah, her drawing is amazing. <laughs> right, and she says it to her mom, and her mom is just like, "This is this is me." She was yeah. like, "Yep," <laughs> and she wants to go, and she wants to go to the stars, and 
And she's like, oh my god, everybody, everybody is a nerd, and it just makes me so happy. Because mm-hmm. black nerds exist. We have always been nerds. Come mm-hmm. on. But um, absolutely. But then, like, Atticus is just like, oh, you're coming with us, and George is like, she's coming with us halfway. <laughs> she ain't coming the whole way. Right. She's going to see Marvin. Yeah, she's going to see Marvin. And then they set up on their trip. Right, they set on their trip, and their trip goes by in, like, lots of pictures. And yeah. we also have this incredible James Baldwin quote about being black in America. And yes. the thing about the scenes that we're seeing as their trip is happening is a lot of them are uh, basically reshoots and tributes to uh, the photography of Gordon Parks. Yes. So he did a lot of... Uh, photography of course he's a photographer in the 1950s and 60s about black life in america and they really did like shot for shot remakes and they're they're just beautiful absolutely they're so beautiful as soon as i saw the one where they were coming out of the department store Mm -hmm. and the colored entrance neon sign Mm -hmm. i was like i know exactly what photo that is yeah yeah and and it's to the point where i can see these those that particular scene side by side with the actual photograph I'm like which one is the photograph like it's right? so it's so good but it I was felt, so meticulously yeah. done yeah yeah that part was really moving to me and it was definitely helped shift the tone of the episode into what comes yeah. next yeah like that one even though it's like it's kind of minor but like it's one of those things of just like for black people the scene where they're at like the ice cream window yes and he's just like waiting there and they're just and the white people are just having like a wang dang doodle mm-hmm. and he's literally just sitting there wanting to get ice cream for his kids and they're not even acknowledging him as like a as like a customer a paying customer right. just wanting to get ice cream i felt that i was just like ooh, yeah. get this man some ice cream <laughs> just, the one that ugh. the one that hit me is when they were at the gas station and oh, there's ooh. this uh, teen group of white teenagers, and uh, the white boy starts uh, making noises at them like monkeys, like they're monkeys. Yeah. Because Atticus, uh, Atticus has, is eating a banana. Right. Because they stop for gas and eating a banana. Right. And as they pull out of the gas station, you see this big <clears throat> old Aunt Jemima uh, That Aunt Jemima ad was so big. I was like, oh, that hits different. It's like, now it's... <laughs> That who that hits different today, mm-hmm. who girl? I was like, oh, oh, that big ass, that big ass Edge of Mama billboard. I was like, y'all didn't have to do this to me. Right. You did, but you didn't have to do this to me. <laughs> but then, um, oh, they stop by the side of the road to freshen up, and Tick is out there doing what they call a ranger bath, which is where you just like wash your pits, basically. Yeah, yeah, or a hoe bath. Right. Okay. Right, so you can't call it that, so I'm trying to be a little more polite. (laughs) But yes, it has been called that as well. Um, So he's doing that, and he's got his back to everybody. And Letty just just takes a a picture real quick. And I was like, I don't blame you. you. His back is amazing. It is gorgeous. Committed to film. I I feel you. Like, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Both (laughs) you and I want some of that. Because I can just mention as a side, like, yeah. the actor that plays Atticus, that face, I'm mm-hmm. just like, whew, mm-hmm. you are too attractive, sir. That is not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a face that's very unique. It's almost kind of like yes. a sculpture. Like, and, like, um, everything is in proportion because he does have a larger nose. But, like, it sits, like, comfortably yeah. and, like, well on the rest of his face. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, that's. And when he has those glasses on, I'm just like, sir, I need you. You're giving me like distinguished <laughs> professor, and I can't, <laughs> I can't right now. Well, his name is Jonathan oh, okay. Majors, and he also starred in The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, okay, that's where I recognize him from. Which is also really excellent. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. Uh, it's like on my list of movies to watch because my movie and my books list is so long. Yeah. It's, but that's it's definitely really like fantastic on the done. list. And he's amazing in it. So after Atticus, because they're, they're talking and they're just like, oh, there's a place that we can go get some food. 
<clears throat> excuse me, because you can go get some food, and it's it's in the guide, and then, like it got like a lot of reviews, and yeah. Liddy's just like it's supposed to be it's supposed to be Liddy's place after yeah. Aunt Lydia, and it's just like oh I can use a hot meal, and Atticus just like ah, is it still friendly? It's like we have... <laughs> right. I mean. <laughs> Because once they pull up into Simonsville, it does not look like a does friendly not. job. And it was like, and I lived for when Letty just lowered her eyeglasses, her sunglasses to the white lady. <laughs> yes. I loved it. Loved the she attitude. Just like, uh, like what you uh, looking at? I see you I, looking. I spot you. I'm here. I'm walking on this street. What you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. Like, and then, like, they get into Aunt Lydia's place. And they're just like, are you sure this is, like... Because the sign has changed, and right? Because it has the same name, right? They've renamed it the Simonsville yeah. Dinette, and it was supposed to be a red brick yeah. building, but now it's all white. And that's all. And that's also already giving like us as the audience and Atticus like, and Letty too uneasy feeling. But Uncle George is just like, well, they could have just changed the name. It's fine. I was like, George, no, <laughs> don't be that. I right don't understand. Of life, in this Pedro, scene, not right now. Ah, in this scene, it doesn't make any sense. Uncle George's like reactions yeah. to things, because they, you know, they have to seat themselves or whatever, and the waiter just kind of disappears for who knows how not long. Not even like the waiter. And he's like, "Well, they have to serve us. We're yeah. citizens. Our money spends just as well as theirs does. You're a veteran." And I'm like, "George, Four. you've done this you've before. You've done this before, bro. You've been out here before. Yeah, it's like, and that even like the that even." that the waiter or the counter kid won't serve them. It's just like, one, a white dude sees them and leaves. And the mm-hmm. counter attendant is shook. Yes, he is afraid of them. Yeah, he's afraid. He's just like, oh, like, look at menus. He's just like, he just hands the menus. He, like, looks deer in headlights bewildered. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, um... And, like, so he disappears, and Letty's just like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And um, and so, like, George and Atticus are talking, and I forget what their conversation was about. Um, but, like, Atticus is, like, looking around, and he's just like, George, remind me why the White House is white? Because <laughs> his entire, like, dinette is, mm-hmm. like, whitewash paint white. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's cut with, like, Letty going to the bathroom and seeing, like, the counter attendant on the phone, just, like, they just walked in, they sat down, I didn't serve them, I promise, not after what y'all did to Miss Lydia. Exactly. And I was like, like, oh, Lord, what did they do to Miss Lydia? Miss Lydia. (laughs) And they, like, cut back to Atticus and George, and George just, like, when the, you know, when the English came and, you know tried to fuck shit up they set the white house on fire and so when the slaves rebuilt it they painted white to hide fire damage and like mm-hmm. atticus moves like uh, a piece of lolodium from the floor it's just like to hide fire and lady comes out and is like get the fuck out of here <laughs> running in her heels she was running. like we gotta go i was like that's me yeah. That's the right there. <laughs> Let's go. And Letty gets in that car. Like, does a. Does and the she's, driving. Three point. she's driving. She's driving. Because they wouldn't let her drive the whole time. Right. <laughs> she does the quickest three point turn I've ever seen. And they essentially just, like, fall into the windows of the car and are, like, zooming. Just, like, hauling ass with, like, a pickup truck full of fucking white dudes. And on a fire truck. And a fire truck. And they were just hauling ass. That scene was so stressful. It really was. It was so stressful. But you know, like, this whole entire time, they wouldn't let her drive. And then also, Uncle George keeps calling her girl. He does. And so, while they, they're they're driving for their lives. In the, in the, the Literally the for their lives. Really. And the fire truck gets stuck. So, it doesn't after them. But the truck full of white dudes is still after them and shooting at them. With uh, shotguns. Full on yeah. shotguns. Yeah. And so Atticus gets the gun and is trying to shoot back at them. And they're just gunning it down this road. And it's where they're entering a, a crossroad. And yeah. And they see this silver sedan yeah. come down the other side. And Atticus points it out and the lady's like, I see it. You know, try to get it. that car in between them. 
So, uh, you know, they're they're working on it. And Uncle George says something about girl and her driving. And she's yeah, like, he was like, he's like girl. stop calling me girl. I'm Letitia fucking Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. He was like, he was like, slow down. Don't do it so hard. The Woody's going to flip. Girl. He was just like, I'm not girl. But it was Letitia fucking Lewis. And she starts gun. She does it even harder. And it's like, what they're trying to do is they see the silver sedan and they're trying to get the silver sedan between them and the car and the truck full of white dudes. And they succeed in doing it. And then, like, and, like, we think it's just somebody just, uh, driving along. And they're just like, what the fuck did they get themselves in the middle, <laughs> in the middle of? And next thing you know, the silver sedan just turns, stops. And this pickup truck full of, like, four or five white dudes flips over in midair. It flips over, but it never actually touches a sedan. It never touches a sedan. Like, it's like a force field. They just hit it, and that car fucking flips. And all them honkies are dead. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, I, three of them are on the pavement. Yeah. So, I'm hoping all of them die. <laughs> <laughs> but after this, they make it to Marvin's house. And they're kind of talking about their day and everything. And Uncle George says it was a, it was like a scene out of a Bradbury novel. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's another science fiction author. Uh, if yes. you've ever read Fahrenheit 451, that's Ray Bradbury. Yeah, that's Ray Bradbury. And also the Martian Chronicles, yes. Yeah. It's also another popular uh, series or book of his. And also some, something Wicked This Way Comes is also really mm-hmm. popular of his too, but yes. Huh, I love black nerds. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Marvin has been uh, doing research about the place they're going, which is Devon County and in Artem, right? Massachusetts. Yeah. And he found out about uh, the sheriff there is Eustace. <laughs> and his name is Eustace. Which I, you know, <laughs> that is such okay. a country name. Right. Eustace Hunt. And the NAACP has a complaint file on Eustace that is like three inches thick. Yeah. Full of base abuses that this man has committed. And what Marvin presents to them is not even all of it. No. Like, you have an NAACP file, man. Right, some tiny town that they could barely even find on the map. And you got an NAACP file. You know know how horrible you have to be? Right? You're in this tiny podunk northern town. And you got it. All right, anyway. (laughs) But they decide they're still going to go. Even though this guy has such a bad reputation. Yeah. And so, so, is that after um, when we see George talking to his daughter and Hippolyta? Well, first we see George and Atticus talking to each other. Yes. And uh, Atticus is talking about what it was like being with his dad. Yeah. And, um, well, actually, no, I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> he does. He does call his wife and she's looking at the stars while her daughter is like talking to him about her Afrofuturist comics. And then he, she's talking about her main character and how she's going to go from planet to planet and her and her uh, car named Stoney and how she's going to fix up computers and telescopes. Um, and at the end of the conversation, it looks like Uncle George pulls out a picture of Tick's mom. Yeah, he has his wallet. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, why does he have a picture of Tick's mom? Right? Because uh, Uncle George is not related to Tick's mom. No. Uncle George is Tick's father's brother. Yeah, he's his paternal uncle. Yeah. And so that, I was like, huh, why do you, uh, oh, okay, put a pin in that. We'll revisit that at some point in the season, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Right. And then George is talking to Hippolyta, and he was just like, you know, maybe next time you can come with me. And, like, and you can, as, you know, going back to their scene together in their bedroom, you can tell this is what she has been wanting him to say. She's always wanted. That's what she's yes. always wanted. You can, it, like, I don't know if it conveyed to you, but it conveyed to me that, like, she was just, like, her heart was so full in that moment. She was just like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, Okay. He's also kind of, yeah, he's also saying without saying this, like, also, like, I love you. 
And so it's just like, oh my god, black love. And also, like, older black love. <laughs> like, ugh. True. Ugh. <laughs> nice brown skin, dark skin black love. Right? <laughs> so, but yes, it's after this, Uncle George and Atticus go outside because uh, Letty and her brother need to talk about money. Uh, and they're arguing. They're yes. yelling at each other. And we found they're out arguing. that Letty missed her mother's funeral. Because the money that Marvin gave her, she used to get people out of prison. Well, not prison, but jail. Because uh, they yeah. had been arrested for demonstrating. Yeah. So she's involved in the civil rights movement. Yeah. And he's just in, you know, and he's just like, that's no reason, like, da-da-da. And she was just like, well, you left, so you didn't have to live with her. And, like, mm-hmm. I could see, like, both sides of the argument. Mm-hmm. And like, he, he's like, like, don't you talk about my mother that way? And, you know, she was like, you didn't have to, you left, you didn't have to live with her. Like, you didn't know what me and Ruby had to put up with. And da 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 da. She was like, oh, this is heavy. Mm-hmm. And like, that's when like George comes out and he and Atticus start talking. Right. And they and start Atticus, talking about Atticus's dad. Yeah. And how he was really, really hard on Atticus. Uh, yeah. Possibly physically abusive to Atticus. 100%. And, uh, Uncle George is talking about that their father was abusive to them and yeah. that um, Montrose got it worse because he was younger and he was smaller. Yeah. And Uncle George feels bad that he didn't protect him more. Yeah. You know. And Atticus is like, well, I was younger and smaller. Why didn't you protect me too? Yo. Yeah. The look on George's face was just like, uh, uh, like Right. <laughs> Like you got he didn't me. have, yeah, you got you got to be like he didn't have words for it, and like, mm-hmm. and we also see that like, um, in the next moment when Atticus decides to go in the house because like, um, Letty and Marvin's argument is um uh, is escalating. Mm-hmm. It's getting um, physical. She says, "You're hurting yeah. me." Yeah, and so Atticus is about to go in the house, and George just like that's family business family business it's not ours and i don't get it because you just sat there and said you regretted not protecting your little brother now you're telling him not to go and protect her right i was just like george uh, wrong it just made me think about that malcolm x quote about black women being the least protected 100 percent. even in like your brother's house like you are not a protected person Mm -hmm. because your brother can haul off and like punch you in the face if he wanted to Mm mm-hmm and like and how and how it's illustrated is like how other men will stop other men from coming to your aid or assistance. Mm-hmm. It's just like, uh And Atticus just walks off. He's just like, I can't, uh I can't do this. Right. Like, uh So cut to the next morning. They, um, they're like packing up, and Ruby just comes out. She puts her stuff in the car and just sits in the back seat. It's just like, we going or not? Nah? Right, I'm getting out of here. Right, <laughs> I'm get out of here. Like we we going on the road or what? Um, and this is when the episode, like, it's high stakes, high anxiety. <laughs> like yeah. this is where it, like it's been amping up and like it amps up and like the last what like twenty minutes of the yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, so they're, like, looking for this bridge or something, and they can't find it, and they've been circling all day, and everybody's frustrated, and, and so, um, Atticus is just like, George, just pull over, I'll look for it on foot, just pull over. Right. And so, like, they pull over, Atticus and Letty get out of the car, and they start talking and joking, and then we see a sheriff's car pull up. And it's the minute that Atticus started talking about, like, this particular monster that Lovecraft wrote about is when the police drives up. Yeah, the Shagoth. And mm-hmm. I was just like... <sighs> I was like, well, here it comes. Right. Here it comes. Because this, this moment in the book is, like, I was unsure how they were going to handle this. Mm-hmm. But in the book, like, because I was listening to it, I was just like, what the fuck? fuck is going on like (laughs) i was i like i knew something was happening and i knew it involved monsters but i did not know what was going on Mm. and i was just like what what is happening right now and so like this fucking sheriff named eustace hunt fucking rolls up and it's just like 
get behind the car, da da da, like, you know, his white man power move. And they're just like, oh, we're just visiting Officer George, turning into, like, the docile, accommodating black man, which is, I can't even criticize because that's for survival. Right. Like, some people might be like, why is he doing that? I was like, because this motherfucker has to get out of this fucking alive. Right. Like, that's why he has to do this. And um, it's like, what are y'all doing right here? I was like, oh, we're just driving through. We're looking for something. Uh, where are you? Like, where are you from? I was like, oh, we're from Chicago. And essentially, he just um, Sheriff Hunt just is like, you know what a sun downtown is? They're just like, yes. And actually, go back. They pass a sign mm-hmm. that is just like, niggers, be in your house before the sun goes down. Or you gonna get all this smoke. And like, and these signs existed everywhere in the United States. Oh yeah. Like, this is not an anomaly of the South or any place else. These existed everywhere. So, this sheriff is essentially saying like, hey, like, if you're in this town after sundown, I'm within my law-abiding right to kill you. So, what you wanna do? It's like, it's not sundown yet. (laughs) <laughs> sundown towns were a thing and they still yeah. are a thing and there are plenty of them out there in the midwest yeah. and oregon was a whole sundown state it was illegal for black people to live in live in oregon for a very long time the amount of people i told that they were like what i was like oregon was a white supremacist utopia or was supposed to be right and like yeah who for who the stress so, yeah. I'm wondering if people are now going to learn about sundown towns like they learned about the Tulsa massacre in Watchmen. Right. I was just like, oh, we're going to have a lot of white people real uncomfortable now. And having... This is real? Yes, oh this is God. real. Get, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, Bethany. <laughs> um, so, so Atticus, you know, because he's educated, he's a vet. He has every reason to feel a type of way right now. Um, he was like, I serve this country so your ass can do this to me. All right. Um, he was like, well, the sun's <laughs> not down yet. He was like, well, sunset is at 7.09. So you have, I think he said. You got six minutes? You have six minutes. It was just like. Insane. I was like, unless you're speeding. And he was just like, okay. So is a, is a U-turn illegal? He was like, normally it would be. But if you ask me nicely, I might forgive it girl. <laughs> what he says is, you're a smart one, aren't you? I was, who? I was so mad. I was just like, this is a TV show? You cannot reach into the screen and strangle this thin white man? Who? I have never in my life <laughs> really hearkened with what it means when a white person says to me, a black person, oh, you're smart, but says it in like a derogatory way. Like, your intelligence is going to get you killed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a thing. Like, yeah. you know, there's the stereotypes of black people not being smart or being lazy. The thing is, you didn't want to let them right? know how smart you were or how well you could work. Yeah. Because that could actually just backfire on you. Yeah. Like, it is they here. They could literally work you to death. Like, if they knew you were capable. Mm-hmm. So the sheriff essentially says that they can make a U-turn if Atticus says, please, sheriff, can this smart nigga make a U-turn? And Atticus says it because he's trying to get the fuck out of there. And it hurts him to say it, and it hurts for us to hear it, and it hurts for Mm -hmm. Letty to hear it, and for George to hear it, but they have to get the fuck out of this town. And so again, we are met with like the second instance where these three characters are trying to gun it responsibly. <laughs> right. It is the most intense 25 mile per hour chase scene the you've ever low ball ever chase witnessed. scene with the highest level of like anxiety. I'm just like, they can't break yeah. the speed limit because we'll pull them over. But oh my God, I need you yeah. to gun it faster. <laughs> And Uncle George is counting down the time like, they have, have minute left, 30. and have... you see the sun going Ooh, down as they're trying to get out of there. 
And then the sheriff is right on their tail, actually hitting, hitting which their stops, car. Stop, which, slow, which slows down your car to a certain extent. Like, if you keep getting hit in the back, it slows mm-hmm. you down. And like, and they're just like, huh, it's like we have to, it's like we have to get to the train tracks. Once we get to the train tracks, like we're home free. They're just like, and George is like thirty seconds. I was like, George, shut the fuck up, man. That was not the time. Um, must, I know, I know. But uh, Letty also has the gun as well. Yeah, Letty has the just gun. Just in case. Just in case. And it's just like, I hope y'all have to kill this white man, but fucking kill this white man. Right. If push comes to shove. And like, they get to the train tracks. It's like, yes, they're out of county for five seconds. Everybody's celebrating. And then they are met with an entourage of white dudes with guns yet again. Pointed at them. Pointed at them. Because like, this sheriff called the other county sheriff and told them they were coming. Yep. Uh, I was just like, no. And so cut to them being walked in the woods. In the middle, in pitch dark, in the woods. Three of them, like what, six? White dudes? White uh, uh, five, five, five white dudes with shotguns, and essentially saying a bullshit trumped up charge to give any reason right. to kill them, accusing them of being some gang of robbers who've been, you know, hitting up towns around there. Yeah, hitting up town after hi- town. Hinting that maybe the car was stolen, and yeah, and like Atticus trying to, you know be proactive it's just like well you can search the car if you want sheriff hunt and he's just like did this uppity nigga just tell me i can search his car if i want to i was just like oh no just like yeah. if you're not such and such how do you know my name i was like god damn it yep and he knows his name from the naacp file right and it's just like and also that whole the whole like hubris of like white people not to think that black people don't share information about the racist white people you might encounter it, they, that would never cross their mind. Right? Because they think we're not as organized or not, or we don't have the same thought processes. But that's a whole other podcast for a whole other day. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, they, they start hearing rumblings in the woods. And the white people, as always, start freaking out. The black people are like, okay, how the fuck are we going to get out of here? And so, like, what's that? And it's just like, I don't know, da-da-da. It's like a lot of skittering and very strange yeah. noises. And uh, they say, well, maybe it's wolves. Like, not wolves sound like wolves. that? That's not wolves, man. That's not wolves. They, they don't sound, sound like, like that. that. Like, you, you're more likely to hear, like, panting or, like, twig snapping for wolves. Like, this is straight up just, like, unearthly noises. <laughs> right. And, like, and so, like, everybody's just, like, freaking out, like, what is that? What is that? And then we see something, like, super fast. And then we see an arm <laughs> with a flashlight. The cop is gone. Only his arm gripping the flashlight yeah, is left. Yeah, it's just like, oh shit, now it starts. Because <laughs> we've, like, we haven't encountered anything supernatural up until this point. And right. so, like... And so, uh, Atticus takes Letty's hand and they're oh, running. Right. And Uncle George is running after them, but a cop knocks into him and he gets yeah. knocked down. And Uncle George's knees are bad, so he really can't run like that. So he just stays down like a smart person. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if they go get me, they're going to get me right here. <laughs> and like, right. I'm not making any, any extra, extra noise. noise. And like, Letty and Atticus are like running. Like Forrest Gump, I was running. Like they were running. <laughs> they run, they fall down an embankment, they get up and keep running, they find a cabin. But before that, in. like, and of course the cops are running yeah. behind them, and they run into the cabin too. And that too. one monster, the one, the Shagoth gets gets cops, another cop, just, just haul, just haul, just shoves him in his mouth, and I was just like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> like, Lay and Atticus get in the in the cabin, and Atticus is just like, Uncle George was like, get your ass in this house. <laughs> Where is Uncle George? I don't know, man. I don't know, like, man. We gotta we, get inside. We can think about that later. So they get in there just like, oh, okay, okay. And then the and the sheriff and his, like, deputy come in and they open the door. They're like, what the fuck is the fucking door? Are you crazy? And they shoot into the door. Then they have to open the door. 
the sheriff shoots into the door. And so, like, so they're in this place hiding from these monsters. The deputy only has only one has, arm. No, the sheriff only has one arm. Eustace only has one arm, and his deputy is like has the shotgun on Atticus and Letty, and they're just like, "What right. was that?" And they're just like, "We don't fucking know. We don't know. What, what the fuck? What? We're just as lost and confused as you Cap are." Cap got his arm bitten off, but he still has time to be racist. He's pointing the gun at them, <laughs> and not outside. And still looking at me. Like, like looking at them, like, what the, oh my god, you have one, you have an arm, an unusable arm, your shoulder, chunk of your shoulder, just gone, I can see down to the white meat, and you, mm-hmm. and you still can't even tuck your racism back to try and get out of this situation to, to see, see another, another day. day. And so then we see... It's an <laughs> uh, addiction. So then we see Uncle George, like, Jimmy, this flashlight out of, like, this corpse hand. And he's, just <laughs> and he's just like, okay, well, I guess I gotta get to walking. <laughs> right. Well, he starts hearing some of the sounds again. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, oh no. So he has his flashlight, and all he can, all he can try and do is get to where everybody else is. And, um... And so he gets to the cabin, and he's like, oh my god, Uncle George. And, like, and I forget what the sheriff says, but the sheriff is, like, accusing them of something. Like, like, like again, saying that they had some hand in this, or, like... Well, they were trying to go out and get Uncle George, and they're like, we're gonna let these things in here. <laughs> like, what are you... Oh, yeah, it's like, okay, well, bruh. <laughs> like, well, I might, but... I might, like, uh <laughs> And so, so it's just, so Uncle George surmises that like they're kind of like vampires, like they don't like the light, mm-hmm. because he was able to walk through the whole from where he was to the cabin with a flashlight, mm-hmm. and like and nothing else. And it was like, and they got guns, and half of them are gone. Yeah, and we didn't see any of these things during the day. Yeah, we didn't see any of them during the day. So he's just like, they're like vampires, like light hurts them. Um, and it's just like, and it's like, if we could get to the car, we could get the headlights, we could keep them away till sunrise. And, and Atticus is like, I'm going to go. And the sheriff is just like, no, because you could, you could get the idea of like leaving us here. He said, you're too smart. Suck my dick. (laughs) He's like, you're too smart. You might, you might get the idea to leave us here. It's like, well, I'm not going to leave my uncle Emma and my potential love interest. Right. Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> my potential letters. <laughs> I put it back to the black people. Y'all whiteies can die though. Like, right. <laughs> oh, period. Y'all, y'all can die. But, like, I'm not going to leave them. And he's just like, send her. And I was just like, motherfucker. Because he thinks she'll die. But honestly, I, honestly, I was okay with it because I was like, I don't really want her left there with them. True. 100%. So it's just like, okay. It's like, because one, I think the sheriff thinks that, like, Letty will die. Um, um, cause she's a woman and that's stupid. Uh, not only is she a woman, she's a Negro woman and they're just right. doubly stupid. Right. Um, right. we, we can sacrifice her. Yeah, we can sacrifice her. And so Atticus is just like, that she was like, I'll do it. And he's just like, okay. He's like, I used to run track at high school. And he was like, it's like, girl, you better run. <laughs> run as if your life depended on it. Yes. Run like. Girl, run, run, just run, and, and like she's like, why aren't you afraid? And it, he's like, fear is not gonna help us right now. You're gonna help us right now. Yeah, she's like, okay, and Letty takes off running, and I was like, that's how you ask for the TV, girl, run like you were running north to freedom. You better run <laughs> like you're trying to get to Canada. Run, run the spirit of the ancestors. Run. Girl, the ancestors are with you. Just. Beat feet. Went so fast. And she was running. She was running. Like, oh, oh, oh. She had that Terminator run. <laughs> just not even fists, just palms. Just. Yes. Um, And like, and so Atticus and George are in the cabin with like the sheriff and the deputy. And like the sheriff starts coughing. And I was just like, oh shit. Because <laughs> I knew exactly yep. what was about to happen. Here we go. And George yeah. was just like, what 
happens when you get bit by a vampire? Right. Atticus is like, Uncle George. Right. I yelled the TV again. You turn into one. <laughs> no, I was like, shoot him. Shoot like, him now. Girl. When Atticus was just like, you, I was Atticus and George is like, you might want to shoot him. And he's like coughing. I was like, that is unnatural coughing. Like that is. But no, no, he, no. He needs to. At first, at first, my response to his coughing was like, COVID. <laughs> He's like, looking at this with a 2020 lens. Right, right. <laughs> oh shit, I was dealing with supernatural monsters, but also COVID? Right, right. <laughs> In the 50s? Okay. But like, and they're just like, you might want to shoot him. And why does this happen every time? When somebody's like, listen, whether it's zombie or other supernatural beings, like, we need you to shoot that person or all of us are going to die. Like, mm-hmm. we need you to shoot. And they're just like, huh, huh, if you don't fucking cock that goddamn gun and shoot <laughs> this man, who's not going to be a man any longer? Anymore, right. Like, can you please? And he's just like, huh, huh, huh. And then he transforms into a sugar off and then immediately fucking digs into that man. And... Mm-hmm. Goodbye to the deputy. Yeah. And, like, kills the deputy, fucking rips him. Like, I think he, like, ripped out his entire, like, left side. Front half or something. I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, like, it was crazy. I was just like, oh, Jesus. And that's when Letty comes back <laughs> with the car. And, like... Well, Atticus gets the gun. And he shoots. He, he shoots, shoots him, the but, creature. But, but the creature's still up. Yeah, but he's still up. And that's when uh, Letty comes in with the car. And, like, Dick goes right through the cabin. And that kills him. I don't know how, but that It didn't kill him. him. It didn't oh, kill, it didn't him. kill him. him. It didn't kill him. It just knocked him down. Knocked him down. He's still in like the, I, I was a little funny because the creature was still in like the sheriff's pants. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you still in pants? But anyway. <laughs> Can't have any naked creatures on this show. <laughs> and so they're just like, oh shit! And like you see all of these shigoths like, and because no, then they go out and they start lighting the flares. Right. And they're just like, stay away from the like. They're just throwing them out and throwing them out. And you see all of these shigoths making a perimeter. Making a perimeter, and then you hear a whistle, and they all flee. Flee, yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> right. And so, so like, they stay there till dawn. They stay there till dawn. Covered they... in ridiculous amounts of blood. Ah, uh, blood, and who knows whatever else. Letty's shoes are gone. Gone. Like, and uh, <laughs> they're just gone. Who knows what they are? Looking like um... the three serial killers from Last House on the Left. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but they walk. They walk again they walk. to their destination. And it's this huge mansion. This huge mansion. Like, looks like a, a, a college or yeah, looks something like. A house, like looks like a house from like the Great Gatsby. Like it looks like right. that kind of like 20. Huge, opulent. Opulent, yeah. yeah. The category is opulence. Like, right. <laughs> And then, like, and, <laughs> and they're walking up the driveway, and they see the silver sedan. The silver sedan is right there. Huh. And they knock on the door, and this man who answers the door looks like an Aryan's wet dream. Like he's oh my the god! I was like, this man is so white. <laughs> the blondest, whitest, bluest eyed person you could ever see. And I'm like, don't trust it. And trust he tells Atticus, "Welcome home." They have been expecting him. And I was like, home? And fucking credits. I was like, god damn it! And credits, yes! <sighs> I was like, Jesus fucking, this has been a roller coaster. Because it, it really lulled has. you. It lulled you into complacency for a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it, it looked like it was just going to be like just a lot of character introduction, a lot of like, what I, and like what I did like about it is that they didn't explain things. No, they like, didn't. Like, a lot of, like, the Easter eggs and the references to, like, um, black life before, um, civil rights, or the civil rights movement, like, they didn't explain that. They were just like, here it is. This is what it looked like. This is what it is. And these are how these mm-hmm. characters are moving in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like that. And I thought for a while it was just going to be, like, like, that, like, all of these, like, 1950s images of, like, black life. 
and like the south or like south adjacent like areas and then those last 20 minutes i was like okay <laughs> this is this is what we're doing okay cool 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 I also appreciate that it wasn't mired in, like, tragedy and misery and suffering yeah. and stuff like that, you know? Like, black torture porn, yeah. You get to see black people being nerds and being happy yeah. and, you know, Finding, like, stuff. finding joy in sometimes joyless places. Because, you know, mm-hmm. black people in America are constantly finding joy in a, in a joyless place. <laughs> right. And, like, and living their life and, like, you know, having their enclaves and having their communities and like and prospering and and being encouraging in those communities and you know knowing that once we leave this shit's a little dicey outside of here but we still got to go forward we can't let them keep us right from you know we still gotta, we still live. gotta live and what is as an american citizen rightfully ours so let's keep which is which is which was the reason for the guidebook like you know black people want to travel we want to go places like but we also need to be safe about those places so so yeah right uh, this show was a ride like it was super common yeah. than fucking supernatural creatures eating people <laughs> yeah I think that whole last segment once they get over the yeah. county line I like. I felt like I didn't breathe I was for that so entire tense. time. <laughs> it was, was so, so tense. tense. It was so. T- it was so. It was such good horror sci-fi. And also, like, and also like so body horror ish because of the shagats, and like because the shagats oh, have like yeah. thousands of eyes all eyes over them, all over and them. also just like the way that they would eviscerate a body, and like I was like, oh, this is, oh, like when I was watching it, I thought <laughs> like, it so much. When I was watching it, I thought. That my grandmother would have loved this show because she loved yeah. sci-fi like randomly like this hood woman like loved sci-fi loved quantum leap loved uh twilight zone loved tales from the crypt loved mm-hmm. um star trek mm-hmm. like this would have been right up her alley she would have loved true blood like this would have been this right up her alley my grandmother would have loved this show yeah but yeah, like, huh, Lovecraft Country. We're in for a ride. We really are, and I'm excited. Yeah. Like, so what are your predictions for this season? Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I have a we're, dealing, we're dealing with Lovecraftian creatures here. I don't I don't know, man. We're, yeah. Like, you know, I, I want to know who whistled. Yeah, who whistled. Yeah. Who, who that Aryan fucking wet dream is. Right, right. That white lady who got out of the sedan. Right. After they stopped the white dudes in the truck. Yeah. After they stopped the white dudes in the truck. Um, what are all these older white dudes and these uh, bow ties and tails? Like. We have a lot to discover. Oh my God. This, this, gonna be, this show's going to be so wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be so. And I'm so happy. It's like. It's black people doing some like. The show is incredibly black. Like it's, it's so, so black. black. It is like, so you know, I mean, black. The, right, the music they had in there, the references they had in there, uh, just uh, you know, even the referencing to Gordon Parks' pictures and everything, like yeah. just so very black. And also, it's uh, run by Misha Green, who uh-huh. also did Underground. Oh, okay. That was on WGN. Okay. And if you haven't seen Underground, you definitely should. It's on Hulu. You can stream it on Hulu. It's two seasons. Okay. It's fantastic as well. And Journey Smollett is in that too. I know Journey Smollett is in Underground. That's one of those mm-hmm. shows I kept meaning to watch by the time I was like, oh, well, I'll start watching Underground. It was off air. I was like, fuck. Well, it's on Hulu now. So okay, I'll watch it on Hulu. Yeah. But oh, you'll, 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 once you watch that, you'll get the vibe for what she's going to do here. Okay. Okay. Because, like, and. Uh, fun fact, like, Lovecraft Country is actually written by a white dude. Yes, I heard. I was just like, what? Yeah. Because I was expecting, like, I was expecting, like, a black author or a black female author, like, you know, like we do in these mm-hmm. situations. And I was just like, oh, it's a white dude. Okay. I'll be interested to see how the story on screen differs from the book, considering the the show is so black, right? Yeah. Uh, and, like... From- a lot of black creatives and executive producers and directors and showrunners. 
Yeah. And like even within like the original text, I still have to finish that audiobook, it is so long. But <laughs> even with the white dude writing this, like he's not doing it's like I'm a like from the what I get from it, he's like, mm-hmm. I'm not a white dude writing about black people. <laughs> he's just like these are my characters and I'm being very respectful of the time mm-hmm. and the shit that black people like had to deal with and it's like i'm not gonna write like this 1950s utopia where like this shit didn't happen right like this is actually like all like the racial injustice and the racism is cornerstone to the story Mm -hmm. as a whole so yeah whoo we got a ways to go oh my god like thinking about like what what could be a next episode i'm just like oh man we're gonna find out who this white dude is the sedan the white lady like lots of mysteries please don't let, yeah please don't let Atticus start fucking and, with and we haven't even seen Atticus's dad yet we have not seen we have not seen yeah. Montrose yet and that's Omar from The yeah. Wire <laughs> every time I said I was like that's Omar what's up Omar but oh man this is this is gonna be a wild series I'm ready for it Lovecraft Country Sundays Join us. And if you have any questions or any comments or anything you want to add, um, you can email us at lovecraftchronicles at gmail.com or you can tweet us at LCC Chronicles on Twitter. But thank you for joining us for the first episode of Lovecraft Country Chronicles. Um, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.